Welcome to All Things Street, the podcast that explores the relationship between streetwear fashion and culture. I'm your host, Rafael Tigno. It's Friday night around 10 p.m. You are walking down the street and while passing by a shoe retailer, you realize there is a huge line of people in front of the store. After asking someone in the crowd, you learn that the next day the latest Yeezy is going to the shelves and sneakerheads cannot wait to buy one of the few shoes going on sale. Some will be lucky enough to get the shoes directly from the retailers. But for the rest, there is still hope. A billion dollar market where they will have to pay a lot more to get the shoes of their dreams. Hello again, my name is Rafael Tignu and this is All Things Street. In this episode, we will be talking about the sneaker resale market part 1. A simple definition of a resale or secondary market is the selling of products after the initial transaction was completed. Basically, if someone buys a pair of shoes from the retailer and then proceeds to sell it again, the second transaction will happen in the resale market. The sneakers resale market can be traced back to the late 80s and early 90s and has been growing in an accelerated rate. As of 2016, it was estimated to be worth an incredible $6 billion globally. Nike is considered the leader in this playing field by a fair amount thanks to a beast they created called Air Jordan. This brand was so impactful at its beginning that it could be attributed with the conception of the modern sneakerhead culture. But its influence does not stop there. When Michael Jordan was at his peak, everyone was going crazy for the Air Jordans. After realizing this, Nike started launching special editions but in limited quantities. It was so successful that they have been selling Air Jordans for over 20 years now and it's not an exaggeration to say that they are more popular than ever. Over the years, Nike, Adidas, Converse, Puma, Under Armour, and more had launched thousands of limited editions so popular they found their way to the resale market. Besides the almighty Air Jordan Retros, we have the Air Force, Chuck Taylors, Yeezys, Skate Highs, Curries, gel lights and countless more even luxury brands like prada and gucci are part of the sneakers frenzy however a secondary market this big must be supported by something more than products right they need consumers willing to go the extra mile to get the shoes they want and the tools to find them the growth of the resale market can be attributed to the expansion of the sneakerhead culture and the evolution of its business model The sneakerhead culture has become a mainstream thing compared to 30 or even 20 years ago. It is a very interesting topic that would take a long time to understand it. Nevertheless, we can say that there is a whole generation driving the sneakerhead culture. Millennials Those 80s and 90s kids who grew up watching Michael Jordan getting 6 championship rings and defeating the Monstars in Space Jam are now a big piece of the economy around the world. 
They have discretionary income and they are willing to spend it on shoes that brings them good memories and are part of their lifestyle. At this point, they are already passing their passion to younger generations. It is common to see millennial parents not only getting shoes for themselves, but also you will see them shopping around to get a nice pair of shoes for their kids, who are now into footwear too. Another driving force is the evolution of the use of sneakers. Now, it is acceptable to dress formal and still have those amazing sneakers on you. Almost every day, we can see influential personalities such as musicians, actors, and athletes wearing sneakers all the time, including formal events like award shows, red carpets, and more. As a result, sneakers demand is over the moon and the resale market itself had to change in order to fulfill its goal. The way this market operates is substantially different from two decades ago. At the beginning, getting resale shoes was something kind of sketchy. You probably had to meet with a random dude in the back of an alley to score those sneakers you were crazy about. It was a transaction made only in person with little to no credibility. Nowadays, it's a different story. The internet, smartphones, and social media has changed the way people shop. You can easily find sneakers in your phone and buy those instantly in websites like eBay who have been an essential part of the market for decades now, or other online retailers like Goat.com or FightClub.com, which are exclusively focused on secondhand shoes, not to mention physical retailers who do the same. Some of these stores are sophisticated enough that they actually provide financing plans to pay for shoes in a monthly basis. Quick fact, it is estimated that in 2013, eBay generated over $330 million in sales from sneakers alone. Of course, you can still go the old-fashioned way and have a guy for your shoes. Some sort of a shoe broker, I might say. But now, you are less likely to get scammed. You can go online to websites dedicated to sneakers such as sneakernews.com or to social media to find what you need to know about the shoes you want. Information like the release date, where it is being sold, how many pairs per country, what sizes are available, basically everything. However, we also have the not so pretty effect of technology. Technically, almost every brand will sell its shoes on their websites. But good luck getting a hold of a pair online. As if they were ticket scalpers, Resellers are using incredible efficient bots to grab as many pairs of shoes as possible. Resellers have a wide variety of tools at their disposal, from standard bots to high-end bots that could cost up to $2,000. Resellers are willing to pay that amount of money because they know the demand is there and money can be made. Sneakers have become a reliable source of income for hundreds and hundreds of people. It is not uncommon to find someone who's exclusively dedicated to the resale of shoes either on eBay, social media, or any other platform. That shoe broker we mentioned before is probably getting a substantial part of his income, if not all of it, from dealing shoes. The proliferation of sneaker resale stores like Goat.com or Stadium Goods 
and sneaker conventions around the world are proof of this growth. I could go on and on for hours about the evolution of this market, but for me, the best example of growth is embodied in a company called StockX. Make sure to tune in for the next episode to catch the second part of the resale market story. In the meantime, we will appreciate your help to make this podcast grow. All we need is for you to subscribe anywhere you listen your podcast and leave a nice and lovely review. This way, more people will find out about us. Also, please share the podcast with your friends. Word of mouth is the most powerful tool we have to reach more people and keep growing. You can find us on Twitter at 80 Street Podcast and on Facebook with the name All Things Street Podcast. We would love to hear from you and share anything streetwear. This episode was written, edited, and produced by Rafael Pacheco and hosted by myself, Rafael Tigno. Thank you for joining us. And from the six, this is All Things Street.